Sup students, welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship together with God, because even when we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Tony and Phoebe. This week, we've been talking all about the Lord's Prayer that we've read in Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. And yesterday, Tony walked us through this passage and how Jesus not only teaches us to pray, but models it for us. God is willing to respond to our requests. And today is part three, therefore we're going to be unpacking the main point of this passage. But before we do that, we want to give you guys the secret word for this week. Secret word. You ready for it? It's palm tree. Palm tree. That's actually two words, I believe, but that is your secret word for this week. Now, more importantly, the main point of this passage of Luke 11, 1 through 13 is prayer leads the charge in kingdom work. Jesus encourages us that there is no right or wrong way to pray, but that we should definitely pray. Instead of being concerned with, are we doing it right? We ought to be concerned with, are we doing it at all? Jesus Jesus models this often. He's constantly sneaking off to go pray, and he's on mountaintops all night long praying with God. And we even see the disciples have to sometimes even send out a search party to go find him as he's in prayer all night. Hmm. Prayer is Jesus's first response in every single circumstance. It actually leads the charge in his mission to restore the kingdom of God here on earth. Which is kind of crazy, right? To have that type of faith in God that we would turn to him first in prayer. On the first day of this week, I asked you, what is your heart broken for? Where do you seek, where do you long to see kingdom justice restored? Perhaps it's in the brokenness of your families. Is it the racial injustice that runs rampant in this country? Is it your heart broken for the homeless, the orphaned, the lost, the forgotten? Is it broken for those who are sick and dying, or for those who are lonely in prison, or for the deterioration of our natural world, or for animals that are going extinct? There's real deep brokenness in our world, and it's all because of sin and evil. And we long for it to be healed. Each of us do. And so what are we going to do about it? Yeah, perhaps you are raising money or writing letters or visiting people or even just talking about it with your friends to raise awareness. All of these things are worth your time. But the Lord's heart longs for you to turn to prayer. Are you asking the creator of the universe to restore his kingdom to the way he intended it to be? Perhaps you wonder what that could really do, right? What does a prayer to God really do? Well, let me tell you two things that I know to be true about what prayer actually does. And it's from my personal experience, and it's also uh, on the generations and generations of people before me who have followed the Lord, who have experienced these same things through prayer. First, prayer has the power to lead the charge in the kingdom work of the liberation and healing from sin in your own heart. I'm going to say that again. Prayer has the power to lead the charge in the kingdom work of healing and liberation from sin in your own heart, in my own heart. Second, prayer has the power to lead the charge in kingdom work that God is already up to, that we get to actually join in on. In prayer, we acknowledge that God is God, that he is powerful, and that we are not God. 
that we get to take part in the bringing about of justice by being the hands and feet of God, but that it is ultimately the work of the all-powerful sustainer and creator who will, in his timing, restore his kingdom. One of the most impactful testimonies to me about how prayer leads the charging kingdom work was actually during World War II. I read about the story when good was fighting evil at this point in time, and the talk of the country was how to defeat the enemy. Do we use bigger guns or more soldiers or atomic bombs, the ocean? Do we utilize the sky more? What is bigger than the attacks that they are waging on us? A woman named Dorothy Day was writing about this time, and she writes, What other means are there besides the use of an even greater force than that of the enemy? What is the greatest force we can use? To which someone responded, Prayer, recalling to all what should have come first to mind. If it is true that our God is in pursuit of true justice, then he is the most powerful weapon we have to defeat the injustice that we experience. Prayer leads the charge in kingdom work. That's it for part three. Uh, Join us on part four as we seek to uh, really take the, the posture of the disciples and to learn from Jesus how to pray. Remember, let's be real with one another and before God as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care.